Hello everybody, it is me, Hey Archer. Welcome back to my channel, if you're watching on YouTube. Welcome back to my stream, my whatever you call it, in podcastville, as um, Joey Diaz says. Uh, thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for watching. This is episode 183. I am sad. I wish this was episode 184, primarily because I just watched the Wonder Woman 1984 trailer it was awesome at the time of you watching or listening my trailer reaction is already released so make sure you head on over to youtube.com slash a whole bunch of random letters and numbers you can just search for hey archer on youtube but i need you guys to help me out on this channel um not for monetary reasons but if you subscribe to my youtube channel and my subs raise my views go up then I can actually make youtube.com slash heyarcher. I would love for that to be just a URL on its own. That'd be a huge accomplishment. And to do that, I need subs. Um, no, not those kind of subs, you awkward doms. I mean subscribers. So make sure you head on over to youtube.com and uh, type in heyarcher, hit subscribe. If you've already done so, thank you. You guys have gotten me uh, closer and closer to hitting 100. That would be amazing. Uh, I've already done 100 videos. I've actually I've done way more than 100 videos at this point. So maybe I'll do something cool for my 100th video on YouTube. Um, I'd love to do something cool for episode uh, 100 of the Hey Archer Show. So for all of you that have been with me from the beginning uh, to all my new friends, welcome. This is a channel where I love discussing everything nerdy from not only media as a whole, but even just being a nerd, like nerdy, I almost said normal, but that I'm far from, and most of us are far from, uh, but from everything media related in the nerd world to even just your day-to-day -day life being a nerd, uh, I'm hoping that you guys, when you get a chance, can submit questions and comments on my social media, Hey Archer Across the Board. I, w I might start doing this thing where uh, before I start filming, I post for somebody to submit some questions. And I can answer that there. Maybe down the road, I will be able to allow you guys to call in. That'd be pretty fun. Um, before that happens, maybe I'll just do some sort of Dropbox where you can record a question or video, drop it in there. I add it on the next episode and it'd be a fun way for us to interact uh, until I can get some guests on the show, which would be fun. So I wanted to start off this video on a... Nerd, not nerd, on a negative but positive type of discussion. Now, uh, last week, I believe, I released a video titled um, along the lines of why am I not making Star Wars videos anymore or I quit making Star Wars videos, something to that nature. And that actually contributes to a larger um, change that I've been doing in my life. So I was watching uh, a Star Wars TV spot the other day and I recorded a video for it and it was probably my fifth or sixth video of it. Now, if you haven't watched that video on YouTube, I highly suggest you go watch it. Um, if not, I'll kind of give you some bullet points here, but I watched the trailer. I recorded a reaction. I was about to edit it and as I watched it and I watched my face watching the Star Wars trailer, I realized that I was actually creating just purely negative content. And not only was I creating negative content, but I was just 
bringing neg- negativity into my head. I was bringing negativity like into my soul almost, not to be too like, you know, quote unquote spiritual about it. But I was just feeling some type of way watching this Star Wars trailer. And I decided that I would actually just stop reviewing them. Now, there's still like two or three more for me to watch as far as these new TV spots. Um, but I'm not going to make any videos on them. And that's because I don't want this channel. And, you know, if you're here for Star Wars related things, don't fear. I still review The Mandalorian and I still will talk about Star Wars. But I don't want this to be one of those negative channels about just nerd culture as a whole. I'll cover topics, but I'm not, I won't dwell on them. So bashing Star Wars, I, I don't feel like I need to give you guys 30 videos about why Star Wars sucks. It just doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't make, like, I don't finish the video and feel good. I don't put the video online and feel good. I put them out there because I think people like it and people think the same way. I also want, like, that feedback and almost that dialogue between us. But as a whole, um, I don't feel like any of us should be creating just content that is made to be overly negative to try to make ourselves feel better, if that makes sense. But I actually took, and as I was thinking about it, I thought about my interactions with my phone as a whole and my interactions with social media as a whole, uh, to be more specific. And a lot of you are like myself and we are full on in our phones. We're full on in social media. And it's something where we just, nowadays, things being negative, because I think negativity is such a strong emotion, which to make it make it, make it a Star Wars reference, uh, the reason that the Sith um, go one direction of the, you know, in terms of the Force spectrum and the Jedi go another direction um, is emotion. And the Jedi tell you you, shouldn't, you should not um, embrace your emotions because they can lead to hate. Hate leads to anger. You know the rest. And it's true. Um, hate and anger are such a strong emotion that a lot of times we seek it because it's it. you can almost feel it. You almost feel that hatred, that anger. Um, it can even be mentally stimulating, especially if you're kind of watching things um, so that in your head you build an argument against it, even, you know, things that are political. So I was on social media and... There were certain people on there, some people that I know personally, some people I don't know at all. Um, this was on Instagram, this was on Facebook, this was on Twitter, that I caught myself going on their pages, going on their channels, uh, some of them on YouTube, and I would watch it, but I would watch it almost in a sense of, is this a video where they, or a, a post where they have failed at something? Uh, it could be, you know, somebody that, you know, they, uh, let's say they cosplay, for example, right? There were some cosplayers uh, that personally I, I'm not a huge fan of, but I was on their pages because anytime they posted something like bad happened, I almost like felt good about it. Um, and the same with other people. Like I'd go on their pages and see what they're doing almost as like a, just like a spy, but without any like good intention of being there. Like I wasn't on their page because I want to see, oh, did they finally get that new car they wanted or did they finally do whatever and it, it just it was weird it was weird to kind of get that um perspective and to look at it 
step back and look at what I was doing. And in doing that, I actually decided to unfollow, unfriend, and remove all those people, all those pages. Because it didn't make sense. And comment down below if you've actually felt like you've been doing that at some point. If you've been going on pages and going on people's profiles and not hoping for the best. And hell, that's the number one that's the number one trait of a hater, if you ask me. If you're going on somebody's social media in hopes that something not good is happening, you need to take a step back, look at yourself, and say, do I need to make a change? And I feel like if you put, this sounds super basic, but if you put positive vibes out there, positive things happen. Big believer of that. Uh, big believer of the higher power type thing. And you shouldn't be welcoming that kind of hate and anger into yourself into your soul just to get some sort of mental stimuli it doesn't make sense it's really stupid um if you feel the same way i mean comment down below let me know if you felt that way if you think this is stupid and doesn't make sense i'm envious of you because maybe your life's really good and you don't look at other people's pages and hope negative things happen but i felt like i was doing it with the nerd world but then i felt like i was doing it in real life too and i decided to make that change and hopefully you make that change too. Because I think everybody needs more positivity. You should go on social media, use it for fun means, uh, but not use it as a way to just embrace the hate, if you would. But that's just kind of my, my take on the whole thing. Spreading positivity. But speaking of positivity, let's talk about two amazing trailers that have come out this week alone. Now... Harping on the negativity thing here, there was a huge backlash in Hollywood. I've talked about this before. Um, I don't think I've talked about it on Hey Archer as far as the podcast versions. So I will just quickly touch on it. But there was a huge backlash in Hollywood over the last couple of years. And it did start with Star Wars and kind of branched off from there. Where you would have these movies come out where you'd have a female lead. And all of a sudden, because the fan base did not like the movie, the fan base was then deemed uh, sexist or racist or any kind of ist. And the fans came back and said, of course, hey, that has nothing to do with it. We just want good stories. So, for example, Ghostbusters bombed. The New Men in Black bombed. And these were not things that failed because fans didn't like the fact that they had women in the movie or anybody different than the original cast. It was just that these were not good movies. The stories were not good. And some of them were set to fail. Some of them, from the jump when you watched it, you were like, you know what? I'm tired of another reboot. I'm tired of another rehash of something. So some of them were destined to fail. But overall, Hollywood and the fans, just, again, a lot of negativity between the two as to why you hate it. That one blames this side, one blames that side, etc. This week, things changed. Things changed again, and I love it because two different movies, two different movies with female leads, two different companies, and both are getting amazing, amazing reactions, and 2020, I feel, is going to be, and again, to sound basic and cheesy, 2020 is going to be that year of positivity in the nerd world. I just feel it, and hopefully in your life too. But in the nerd world, for sure. Black Widow 
and Wonder Woman 1984. Two trailers that dropped today. Now, it's funny because I can remember back in the day when Batman vs Superman and Civil War trailers came out around the same period. And I felt the same way. One movie was amazing. One movie was not. It would be ironic if, in this case, the studios were reversed, where the one movie that does amazing and is amazing is Wonder Woman, and the movie that is not amazing is uh, Black Widow. That'd be ironic, but I actually want them both to do awesome. Now, for full kind of breakdowns and stuff on this channel, of course, you can go watch uh, those videos. If you're listening, head over to YouTube, full breakdowns there. But both trailers just, to me, raise the bar as far as what we need out of superhero movies. And it's great because they're both they're both throwbacks, right? Uh, Wonder Woman and Black Widow technically are prequels uh, as far as timeline goes. Uh, Black Widow, I believe, takes place before Civil War. Don't, don't necessarily quote me on that. It takes place before Civil War with Natasha going back to Russia. Um, and it has to do with the Red Room where she learned how to be an assassin and all that goodness. And then we have Wonder Woman 1984, which is, of course, a prequel to all the Justice League movies, but it's a sequel to the original Wonder Woman movie. Now, the funny thing with both movies is there are going to be certain limitations of things they can't do in the movies, which is fine. But just to appease the nerds, I hope the studios both equally pay really close attention to that because you can't have them do certain moves or use certain powers or reference certain things that they did not reference in the previous movies because continuity wise it will not make sense so that aside super excited for these movies both characters people have been clamoring for movies from them people have wanted a black widow movie for years and people have wanted that Wonder Woman sequel for the longest time. Now, two things um, that... Well, actually, there's one major thing that's going to make these movies different. And that's the fact that Black Widow still takes place in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's still part of the larger story um, that was leading into the Infinity War saga. However, it's the first movie in the new phase of movies. So it kind of... Um, steps on both sides of the fence, if you would. But Wonder Woman is a sequel to those movies. However, this is one of the first movies post-DC saying that they're not going to have their larger cinematic universe. So, what does that mean? Before, DC was trying to copy the Marvel formula, right? So the Batman movie, um, or sorry, you had Man of Steel that came out some years back. And then you have Batman vs Superman. And Batman vs Superman kind of was the springboard for introducing Aquaman, introduce, sorry, introducing Aquaman, introducing Wonder Woman, Flash, all that kind of stuff. It's, it was a springboard for that. So a larger universe where the characters could jump movie to movie, cameo, do that kind of thing. Now, DC being the mess that it is, and I, it's funny, I don't want to be super negative about it. I will make a review on... Um, the DC Universe app as a, you know, one year in for me. So stay tuned for that. But one of the things that DC does not excel at is live action. It's not so far been their wheelhouse as a whole. Now, 
yes, Wonder Woman was amazing. I actually enjoyed Justice League, but I know most people didn't. I've still not seen Shazam, and I've still not seen Aquaman. But that being said, and with them referencing the other movies, the plan going forward, now that Superman Henry Cavill is gone, or they said he might come back, but especially now that Ben Affleck is gone as Batman, they are going to not have this be one cohesive universe anymore. Because you can't just have another Batman jump in. Um, and it'll, you know, as a fan, as as super fans of it, no pun intended, if they changed the actor in the movies, I don't think you'd be bothered. I wouldn't be bothered. I would just let the ball keep rolling. But as a hardcore fan, super fan, whatever you want to call yourself, you are always to remember you're not the target audience. Target audience is always going to be casuals. And if you take a big franchise like that and start switching out actors but keeping the names the same, the studios are concerned that the masses will get confused, masses will not see the movie, movie will fail. Essentially what you're dealing with. So if I was DC and I thought they were going to do this in Joker, um, please... Stop listening now if you've not watched Joker and you don't want me to spoil it. But what I thought was going to happen in Joker at the end was Martha Wayne and Thomas Wayne in the alley were not going to die. I actually thought when it was happening in the moment that when that criminal went in that alleyway and ran into Thomas, Martha and Bruce, they would shoot at them kill Bruce, and now you have the Flashpoint universe. And I thought by having that happen in the Joker movie, that would then happen as a whole, and now a new timeline's created, and now the universe where Aquaman is still Jason Momoa, Shazam is whatever his name is, Wonder Woman's still Gal Gadot, they still exist, but now that Bruce Wayne is dead, you don't need to have Ben Affleck there anymore, and in the Flashpoint universe, Superman does exist but he's not superman until he's found by flash so you still have ezra miller he'd still be kind of that that awkward point of contact um but i still think he wants to play flash so that could have been your intro to the whole flashpoint universe there's a different batman wonder woman's a different person aquaman's a different person um but you know i think by time that i think by time those decisions were being made Warden Woman 84 is already in progress. Can't can't change it then. So I thought it was gonna happen. Maybe that's still gonna happen. What still is going to happen. Uh, I know DC really wants to do a flashpoint movie, and they should, but this should not be a movie that gets rushed. This needs to be a movie that's very well thought out, and you need to figure out if you're trying to do a large universe or keep the movies individual. And for now, I say you keep them individual multiverse it do whatever you need to do um currently crisis is happening on uh cw so people online have been having mixed reactions to that i will be speaking with jeffrey raptor pretty soon uh he was in a previous discussion on titans and we will talk about the crisis event that's going on for me as a non-watcher of the cw universe and for him as a fan of the cw universe so stay tuned for that but both trailers are amazing. Both have a have some big shoes to feel, uh, feel to fill. Uh, since you know, Endgame was a huge end to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, 
in that phase. And Wonder Woman is on the heels of a universe that fell apart. Um, and not fell apart in the movies, but fell apart off screen. So I'm excited. I think they're both going to be amazing. Uh, the trailers were great. I look forward to more trailers on them. Uh, not too many, but I want to see more content. But this, and I say but a lot, so I apologize. I'm working on that. This brings us to the third part of today's show. And this is going to be your uh, dating segment of the the Hey Archer show. Because I am always, as I mentioned before, super into society as a whole. And how people mix and match and mingle and all that stuff. But it always has to revolve around nerd things, of course. Because that's why we're here. And I'm going to pose a question to all of you. And that is, should your significant other, should your other half, should your partner... Should they be into these movies, right? Is it a problem that when you go see Black Widow or you go see Wonder Woman, is it an issue that you're not going there with your significant other? Is that important? Not important? I'd like to know. Personally. Because I've actually been in both scenarios. I've dated people who are into all the all things nerd. I've dated people who care nothing about them. And to me, it's worked out pluses and minuses. Um, and I say, um, a lot, I'm trying to get rid of that as well. I notice everybody. I notice I, I want to tell you a fun story. So, uh, two times in my life, actually, have I gone out with, we'll call them super nerds, right? One actually, uh, worked for a major studio, right? And the other one, just normal person, right? I can't even remember the second one, actually, I don't even remember like what she looked like specifically. Um, first one was a um, actually just a ginger, which I was like, oh, great. It's a nerdy ginger. Uh, the second one may have been too. Not sure. But uh, both people were super fans, right? One worked for the industry. One was just a fan. They knew uh, upon initial like texting and all that stuff, they knew a lot and they were genuine fans of things. They weren't just saying it. And it was funny because it, in theory, it's exactly what I would want. I'd want to date somebody who I can talk comics and you might feel the same way. Hell, you might have that already. But I have always wanted to date somebody who I can talk comics, movies, that kind of thing. Upon going out on both of these dates, it became clear to me two things, right? So one... I don't know much as much about comic books and the nerd world as a whole as I like to think I do. Maybe I know more than you, and that's fine. Maybe we know the same amount, and that's fine. But upon conversations with both of these young women, I learned I actually don't know that much. Because on said dates, I was quizzed, and which that's the funny part about it. I felt quizzed on my knowledge of illustrators my knowledge of producers, writers, directors, you know, cartoonists, that kind of detail, that kind of level of detail. And it, it, it was funny because it became clear to me that I'm almost on a date with another guy. And again, nothing wrong with that, but you got to hear me out here. It was almost like I was on a date with myself and it was weird and it almost 
now became like a like a a competition like who knows more of what and you know do you like this band or that band and it, it, it morphed into a whole nother thing and i think in both scenarios i actually said i would never go out with another like super nerd again did i learn my lesson of course not i've still gone out with other nerds and i'm not saying that you should ever go on a date with somebody have a negative experience and then rule out everybody who matches that but I just thought it was super interesting to actually say that, yeah, I've met people who are exactly what I wanted on paper. And it turns out that in actuality, it didn't work out. And that's probably the story of most of our lives in general. But I just thought that was really, um, really interesting thing. And I hope that some of you can actually comment below if you've actually met that person that on paper, you were like, this is exactly what I need, Right. I really like this one thing. Maybe it's cars, or maybe it's guns, or maybe it's maybe anything or sports. And you're like, I finally found somebody who likes that thing just as much as I do. And I'd be curious to see how many of you actually had it work out. Or if you need to have sort of that middle ground and maybe you really like the nerdy stuff, that person really likes something else, but you can mutually kind of mix and match the two loves of hobbies. Maybe that's the secret formula, the secret sauce, if you would. So I'm curious to hear what you guys think about that down below. But um, I've also dated the other side of that, people who want nothing to do with it, and also equally didn't work out. So that could be a story for another day. But I want to hear if you are taking your significant other to see either Black Widow or Wonder Woman. Most importantly, do you think that these movies are or could be a great introduction to taking somebody who doesn't watch any of these things um, because, you know, since these movies are almost standalone in terms of they're not, they may not acknowledge the larger universe, maybe it's a good jump off point for some. So I'm curious to hear what you think. But I want to thank you for coming to Hey Archer, episode 183. I am hoping soon to have guests on this show. Um, keep the questions coming. Like I said, the the question that I was going to address that I got that I was going to do regardless of whether I got it or not was my thoughts on Wonder Woman show. Um, Mr. Eugene S. Robinson, I may not address your question because I don't feel like getting flagged on YouTube. <laughs> but uh, maybe that could be, that will be an offline question and answer segment. But thank you again for watching. Thank you again for listening. If you're enjoying the show, make sure you're sharing it with a friend and keep sending in questions, comments, and keep a lookout for that Dropbox or whatever we'll call it where you can leave some audio messages. And enjoy your week. Remember, spread that positivity. Don't spread negativity. Remove the negativity from your life. Just erase it all. Come back next week. And tell me how it worked out for you. Thanks for watching. I'm Hey Archer. I will see you or listen to you or talk to you in the next episode. Peace.